Alrighty, World Cup fans, welcome to Tangent 7. I hope you enjoyed another day of soccer. Yeah, let's uh, get right to reviewing the action. It's the the day of one to nothing. Uh, Portugal versus Morocco. Like I said before, Portugal very dependent on Ronaldo. Um, He gets the goal that would be enough to win it, despite Morocco having more of the possession and shots. The story here, and consequently the story of the day, is all about finding a way to win. All three favorites today were heavily challenged, and Morocco probably were the most deserving of the win in this match, but Portugal being noticeably depleted maybe after a tough opening match versus Spain, they probably were working with tired legs and ended up being the team that had to bunker in. Uh, Morocco took the game to them, but just couldn't finish. I know I've used this phrase a lot recently, uh, bunkering in. Uh, it's also known as parking the bus, which means uh, putting all of your players behind the ball when defending so that the other team has so little space to work with. So in soccer, you have 11 players, including the goalie, so 10 outfield players. You know, usually one or two of those guys are strikers and they stay above the ball, ready to attack the goal when the ball changes possession. But if you're bunkering in, you put all 10 players behind the ball and take up as much space as possible so that the passing channels get smaller and everything just seems to get blocked. And it's very frustrating for the team uh, that's trying to attack. This is usually used by teams that are big underdogs, uh, but I guess also teams that are running low on energy uh, can use this tactic as well. Uruguay versus Saudi Arabia. This one much tighter than I thought. Uh, Uruguay seemingly unable to link up their play, and Luis Suarez, the biter, in the right place at the right time on a corner kick, um, getting the only goal in this match. Saudi Arabia surprisingly having more of the possession as well, but couldn't find a way to get the ball in the net, and Uruguay able to fight them off in a more open game than um, we expected. They hang on to qualify for the next round, but now Uruguay and Russia play each other in the final match, and they're tied on six points each, and so this third match will decide who finishes on top of the group. Iran versus Spain, this was my pick of the match to watch. Um... And Iran did indeed defend their hearts out, seemed to make the most of every single tackle, trying to slow down Spain's rhythm, faking injuries at times, and I do think some acting classes are needed over there in Iran, but I guess you can't blame them for doing whatever it takes, and it was a closer match than it should have been. Iran made it to halftime, but you could see that Spain were inching closer to unlocking the defense, and with players like Isco and David Silva... You just expected them to do something special or draw defenders out to open up space. In the end, a weird deflection off Diego Costa gets him the goal, but just when you thought Spain were going to start pouring in the goals, Iran surprisingly sent some good attacks towards Spain, seemed to get an equalizer even, but uh, VAR correctly disallowing the goal for offsides. And again, tired legs seemed to come into play as Iran timed their attacks well and getting a few more chances they made Spain have to work to hang on for that win. An interesting match day three ahead for this group as well. Spain and Portugal tied atop the group with four points each, and Iran just behind them with three. Iran plays Portugal on match day three, Spain playing Morocco. Morocco, um, they're eliminated, so they have nothing to play for, but Portugal and Iran should be a great match. The coach of the Iranian team, I mentioned him before, Carlos Queiroz, he's Portuguese himself, and this should make for an emotional and fascinating match on day three for this group. Portugal definitely going to have some more tired legs, so we'll see if that's an issue. All right, let's uh, preview the matches for tomorrow of day eight. 
Denmark versus Australia. Denmark, the slight favorites here, and with a win already, they'll want to do everything they can to get through to the knockout stage, but Australia might not be done for just yet. After a close match against France, they'll be thinking Denmark ain't such a tough one to win, and expect them to take the fight to them. Expect them to play with a nothing-to-lose attitude. Uh, should be a fun match to watch. France versus Peru. France, the clear favorites here, but Peru had a great showing against Denmark, and they'll smell blood in the water as France and their young team struggled against Australia. It'll be interesting to see how France respond to their subpar performance in round one. A lot of expectations on this France team, and Peru sure look feisty, so that should make for a great matchup as well, but definitely the match I think everyone is looking forward to tomorrow, Argentina versus Croatia. Two strong teams going against each other, and after almost a week of everyone giving Lionel Messi a really hard time post-Iceland match, uh, definitely seemed to underwhelm everybody. All eyes are on him to see if he steps up, and with Ronaldo scoring his fourth goal today of the tournament, you know the whispers are circulating around Messi about how inferior his international game is compared to his biggest rival. You know, if Ronaldo can put Portugal on his shoulders and still win, why can't Messi do it? Um, so that question is definitely surrounding the team. Croatia have the goods to win this game, and momentum is on their side after beating Nigeria. It's a toss-up, so very curious to see who wins this match. All right, that does it for tangent number seven. Definitely fireworks will be on display at some point tomorrow in the three matches. Uh, they definitely look exciting to me, so hope you enjoy. Happy watching.